I don't want to wait for my life to be over. Do you remember what that's from? The theme song? Oh, what show is that from? In three, two, one, Dawson's Creek. Wow, I don't want to wait. I've never seen that show. For my life to be over. I don't even know if they're the lyrics. Okay, I am completely nude right now. Picture it. It's heinously disgusting. Uh, also, um, I've got a photo shoot that I've, I have. I've literally got 15 minutes, but I really wanted to record this because it's the only time I have to record something. That's a blatant lie. I don't do anything. I literally just lied in bed watching porn. You can imagine what I've been doing over the last 25 minutes. Um, that was confronting. My cousin listens to this. Hi, Kate. How are you? I, oh, I have to talk about the drag competition I went and judged. Holy shit, it was, ama- it was amazing. Is that microphone coming out or is that my headphones? Great. No one cares. Okay, what I wanted to talk about and why I sat down in the nude to hit record is a documentary on Netflix called Abducted in Plain Sight. If you haven't seen it, don't listen any further. Go and watch it or just don't listen in general because you... Oh, no, actually, you could get something out of it. Let me explain to you what it is. It's a true crime documentary um, about um, a family in the 70s. Shit. Late 60s, early early 70s. God damn it. Now I'm getting mixed up with the Ted Bundy timeline. Anyways, it's 70s. I want to say 70s. Um, a family in the 70s um, who was – the whole family was literally groomed for their neighbour to steal their uh, – like kidnap their daughter and have sex with her. And it's it's full on – oh, I should trigger warning for those that find this topic distress, distressing. Sorry, I should have done that earlier on. Um, it, it's <sighs> – someone commented on the Facebook page – uh, and they're a parent. Where's my phone? Let me read it. So if you're not, um, I have a closed Facebook group for the podcast, Complete Dribble. Just search for it. Um, you can be a member. We discuss topics. I ask questions. I often talk about the things that I ask and read out people's comments. Usually they're lighthearted. Um, I've, I've just asked, what what is your favorite riddle? Please tell me. Don't leave the answer because I'm going to try and solve them in, in the next few episodes. Um, and I was scrolling through... Uh, people's posts because you can't just post to the page because a lot of them are like real self-indulgent posts that I would love for you to read but they're like Christian you're so funny keep up the good work I'm like I'll storm it but I don't really like that's that's a useless post people don't want to see that I do but you don't so um, I'm going to approve this one let's see if people comment as we go along today and now I've lost it great I approved it and it disappeared complete Complete? Con- complete. I'm going to complete... Yeah, complete. Com- complete, not complete. Wow, this podcast is just heinous. Okay, where did it go? Oh, piece of shit. Sorry, everyone. I had it was on my screen, and now it is not on my screen, screen anymore. New activity. No. Wow, she said something really good. Oh, my God, I want to punch this thing. Oh, here we go. <clears throat> This is from Alexandra, and she says, Oh my God, please watch Abducted in Plain Sight on Netflix and talk about how stupid the parents are. As a mother of two, I spent half the show yelling at the screen. Now, the show is about um, parents, I just want to say in the late 70s, maybe early 80s. No, I think it's early 80s. Uh, who I think were just so naive uh, uh, about so many things. Uh, and their eldest daughter, who was 12... 
um, was groomed by a married male neighbour who had kids of his own over years. And um, he manipulated everybody, including the parents, and took the daughter, just took her. Just said, oh, we're going to go horseback riding, and then just took her. Um, Now, for those wondering, the the daughter is alive. Um, He didn't kill her. It's a full-on documentary. And it's hard because obviously Alexandra is a parent. She's commented um, on this film. Um, and, and then when you watch this documentary, you do go, these poor parents are so naive and so easily... Tr- they trust... I just... And this was back in the 80s, right? So this was before the internet. So my whole theory with abductions today versus abductions back then and manipulation uh, to this degree is parents just didn't know things went on. You know, they trusted you because there wasn't this uh, huge amount of information about terrible people. So they weren't afraid of the world. Like, I feel like if I was a parent, I'd be terrified of everything. My kid, I would wrap them in bubble wrap, have multiple cameras attached to them and have a tracking device on them at all times because I'd be terrified to let them out of my sight. If you go play in the park, that doesn't happen anymore. Everything is supervised. Every like you And, and if you don't... This is the stigma I feel. If you're not supervising your kids in a park, you're a bad parent. Now, I once went to a park. I remember going to parks and my mum would let us go and, and play. And we'd play with all the other kids. We'd run around. They didn't need to consistently watch us. And I'm sure there are parents that don't... Cons- but, you know, you've got to let your kids be kids. and You've got to let them be a little bit free. And and we would just, you know, half an hour at a time be riding around a park... Mum would have no idea where we were. She'd assume. Um, I I don't know if I could do that anymore because it's so terrifying. And like I said in previous podcasts, the crime rate actually hasn't increased. It's just the reporting rate. We report on every crime now as opposed to before when we didn't. So it feels like the crime rate's getting high, but in actual fact, it's not. We're just now familiar with everything that's going on. So we're terrified. I don't know if any of that makes sense. Anyway, the documentary is... uh, So 12-year-old Jan uh, befriends, you know, a 40-year-old man. He's a father, uh, married. uh, They live next door. And the father, uh, he has this obsession with Jan. And the the parents are like, oh, it's it's a bit clear that it's it's a bit bizarre. But at the time, they just trusted him. And and the weird part was is he had this whole plan in his head and he knew what he wanted to do and over the course of a couple of years made it happen. He slept with uh, Jan's mother. You know, he did things with Jan's mother in order to keep her quiet and be like, well, if you say anything, I'll I'll tell your husband that we had a bit of a cheeky fondle. And then the, the poor dad of Jan ended up giving this guy a handjob in a car and so now he had information on the dad. And so he manipulated the parents and used that information against them in order to do uh, ask for things of the daughter. Not blatantly, not for sex, but just for like, let's go out canoeing. Let's go and do this. Let's do and go and do that. And he, he, I don't think, if I can remember, he didn't really do anything with her until one day he was like, oh, let's go horse riding. And then he just took her 
and took a motorhome and set up this whole elaborate lie where he had a tape recorder and he drugged her and then played her this tape recording about these aliens and this alien attack and how sh- she and the cho- this other chosen male needed to repopulate the earth um, in order to save the world. And so poor old Jan believed it and, you know, ended up having intercourse several times with this 40-year-old man, not willingly. And it's awful and it's so sad. And the story of how she gets to this point and how she's completely, like in her mind, in love with the 40-year-old neighbour. And she comes back from the trip um, and she doesn't say anything because if she says anything, the aliens will come and kill everybody. So this poor girl is terrified, so doesn't say anything to anyone. You know, starts acting weird. The parents know she's a bit weird. Um, and, and they're not across any anything that's gone on. But then, um, you know, Jan's like, I'm in love with the neighbour. And, and the parents sort of let her go on this trip again with him. And I don't know whether they just haven't experienced the world as much as we have to know that a 40-year-old guy with a, a, an odd fascination with a, your 12-year-old daughter raises a red flag. And they even say it in the thing. There was hundreds of red flags that were just waving them in the face, but they just didn't know. And I, I found it... Uh, what was the line? Oh, shit, I just had it in my head. Oh, it was when... Um, oh, so... Did they find out? No, so... He, he was... Pre- so they... It's released to the public that the the 40-year-old neighbour has been charged with a couple of other sexual assaults on some young girls, and he's sick. And he lies to the Jan's parents yet again to say, oh, my therapy is I need to be with, I need to, you know, um, appreciate young girls, and I need to sleep in Jan's room in her bed with her, and um, she needs to listen to these tapes. Or, oh, no, he needed to listen to some tapes. And while he was doing that, he was, he was drugging her and doing things with her. But th- this is what... You just got to feel for those parents, and then you you just think, how can parents just be so easily manipulated? And uh, you wonder, and you want to think the best of these parents, but you wonder if, because of the previous misdemeanors, you know, the extramarital affairs, and 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 the fact that Jan's mother slept with this forty-year-old man, and the dad, uh, you know, um doing what he did, whether or not they were trying to maintain this happy family image at all costs and they didn't want that to get out. So they just let him get away with doing stuff. So in order to maintain this happy family vibe, you're actually offering up your daughter, which is horrible and I don't want to think that's what they did at all. And, I mean, now these parents are – they obviously feel so guilty, but when you watch uh, Jan's mother talk about this 40-year-old man – B is what they call him. She's smiling and she feels like like she was in love with him. It was clear that she was in love with B as well. And she was just, the way she talks about him and when she's talking about the affair, she's so passionate and she's just so happy. And that I looked at that and I was like, it's just so weird that he's done all of these awful, terrible things to your daughter. And the way you talk about him, I mean, obviously the way you felt at the time was different because you, you 
either didn't know or choose to ignore what he was doing with your eldest daughter. But now that she knew, and this was years and years later, she said that she felt awful. But when she was recounting the experiences with him, she was like, talking about it so passionately. But it's like when you've been with a man who's essentially raped your daughter, probably hundreds of times, kidnapped her for months, put her in a boarding school and hid her away, and you're talking about him so open and openly and so passionately. I just fa- I found that odd that she she just had this look and this smile about her that she really loved. B, this 40-year-old disgusting man, um, at the time of recording the documentary, knowing what he had done. I can forgive her for, for sort of, for, you know, 40 years ago, being madly in love with him and passionate because, you know, she was in a, in a marriage that it was clear that there was not much passion. Um, and then B offered her this, you know, fun, exciting times. And it, at the time, she was like, yeah, it's fun and it's exciting. But then you find out he's raped your daughter and you're still like smiling and, and, and excited about that experience. I just, I don't, it, uh, it was such a, an, and I'm not a parent. So, I mean, that's not a great, I mean, I can, ha- I mean, I can have the opinion that y- you look at these parents and you think they're reflecting on a situation and and they are. They were visibly upset by it, and it's obviously ruined their family. And Jan and her sisters were talking about it. And, you know, they're older now, and I think... I'm not sure if if we ever found out if the sisters had kids or if Jan had had kids. But you've got to wonder, as a kid, I, I thought, you know, it was really quite upsetting. Jan, as this older uh, woman now... Not once did she talk badly about her parents and not once did she ever question them and their decision. And I'm sure she has. Like, if my my parents... If I was molested and raped by a family friend, I would expect my parents... I don't know, I'd have this expectation where they would just... I don't, I don't, actually, that's a really good point. I don't know. How would I feel? I think I'd feel very betrayed. But the fact that it happened once and then they let her go again to visit him, to fly away and visit him. And then I think it happened a third time. And this was all against the FBI. The FBI who got involved in her first disappearance said, you are to never see him again. You never, ever talk or communicate with him. And... They did, and they fell back into his manipulation and, and his trap. And I think they felt for it again a third time. And um, you just think, like, if, if my parents were to do that for a second time, I, I mean, I think I would, I'd be really angry. Oh, it's really sad. This was really deep. It's called Abducted in Plain Sight, and I honestly think you should watch it. And I... <laughs> Yeah, it's just such a fascinating look into parental life in the 80s and how I I perceive it as that family wanted to maintain uh, some sort of 
put together family back then and they, they were a re- religious family and, you know, they didn't want the divorce to come out. They didn't want people knowing that they'd had an affair or they didn't want other people knowing what had gone on or the sort of homosexual tendencies that, that happened. They just didn't want that to come out. And so they, they let themselves be manipulated by this 40-year-old guy and they let their daughter go with him because they were worried. And in the end, they got to a point where they just didn't care anymore. And they really wanted their daughter back. And then um, it was interesting because when Jan came back, she, I think it was 14 or 15, and the aliens had said on her 16th birthday, the whole world's going to end if, you know, you haven't had a child, basically. And uh, she was terrified on her 16th birthday. And it talks about how she slowly comes around to the realisation that it was all a complete lie. And, um, and, And then that's when she opens up about it all. You know, her parents Her parents didn't know. And you feel really awful because her behaviour, she closed off, she hated her father, she really sort of shut down with her sisters and changed because she had this pressure that she was in charge of saving the world. And, and I just thought it, it was interesting how even after her first abduction or anything, she didn't have any therapy and she didn't have anyone sit her down and... Uh, not even like a sexual health check, nothing. And they would have realised that she wasn't a virgin. Uh, would they? Because apparently he only had sex. Well, I don't know. I don't know. Well, I mean, but I, I just, I just find, I find it weird. I find like so many things were missed. And then she lived with this guilt for years that the world was going to end because she, and she kept wanting to see B, this 40-year-old guy, even though he was in prison, pretty sure. And then when it all came out and he was charged with, you know, all these crimes, he killed himself in jail. It's full on. Go and watch it if you love crime documentaries. We are just fascinated by these situations or if you've got kids. And, you know, I mean, it teaches you to be... Maybe not distrustful of everybody, but I think in this day and age, we understand that if an older man or woman has a bit of an obsession with your child, it's probably not a healthy one. And you you need, people need to be friends with people their own age. Don't they? I feel like they do. Or... In my case, friends with nobody. Just avoid all contact. Just watch porn, which is what I do. (laughs) This was a weird podcast to do naked. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, I'm announcing another Adelaide show. We've done, we've announced Hobart. This is for Complete Dribble, the live tour. It'll be funny. I'm not going to talk about, well, it'll be attempted funny. Uh, I won't be talking about the crime shows and podcasts. It's not really a live podcast episode I've come to do. It's like I try and do a stand-up routine where I've planned it. I actually know what I'm going to do and say. Um, If you want tickets, it's almost all sold out, but frontiercomedy.com.au forward slash Christian Hull or just Google Christian Hull Complete Dribble Tour. I'm sure something will come up. I've now got to have a shower, get dressed because I'm doing a photo shoot. What's the photo shoot, you ask? I don't know if I'm allowed to say, but... I'm probably going to because it's super exciting. Um, If you don't get... Oh, here's what I'll say. (sighs) If you don't get tickets to this show, 
don't worry because I'm doing another one and um, I'll be doing it with somebody else. That's not Trish. Trish will be there too, but I'm also doing it with another person and it's very exciting. Uh, so keep an eye out for that. That is happening. And I'm actually not allowed to say any of these things toward the end of the year. But my, I know the Turing Company don't listen to any of this shit. Don't tweet about it. Don't talk about it. Don't say anything, okay? Because I'll get into trouble. Don't hint. Don't guess. Don't nothing. Keep that to yourself until it is released because I will actually get into trouble. Nobody I know that works on the tour or the upcoming tour will hear this. So I'm in a safe place. But you can't go on Twitter because I'll see it. And you can't say anything to anyone else because they'll know. Spoke about it. I'm loving you with that. Okay. Great. All right. Have a great one. I don't want to wait.